0: Whole squad on the mission, you got to listen, we pole politikin'. It's so dope when it kick in, You can get in where you fit in. We straight pole politikin'. The whole squad on the mission, you got to listen. You know what this is when we pole politikin'. My money long like the vision, a proposition to put a fist in. We straight pole politikin'. Hey yo, I rise like the sun in the east, running the streets. Same people that was coming in peace. Summon the beast on the microphone. It's never a long and hard task. For God, I'm going smash. They blog and podcast introduction to journalism 101 with Ferro pole politicking by where I'm from and what I do. What's up? It gotta be good interviewing everybody. You know, they probably could take all the blood, sweat, and tears working all them years. Putting in 10,000 hours, it empowers careers from the baby and Megan the Stallion to Yo Gotti. High as a kite, jet life, currency in the party with MC Life. Jay Prince said, I rap a lot. Super Saiyan Black Kagarot with a Macintosh laptop. In my Apple Watch, smoking fraggle rocks, four eyes got more lines and hooks than the tackle box. What? The whole squad on the mission. You got to listen. We politics
1: in. it's so dope. Right, welcome back to polepolitik.com. Your home for self-help meets hip hop. Make sure you check me out on Spotify and Apple. One, two, one, two, In place to be with the right, white How you doing, bro?
0: Oh man, I'm doing great. How about yourself?
1: I'm chilling, man. I think last time we talked was uh, two years ago. So I just wanted to uh, yeah. check up with you and see how you've been doing.
0: Oh, man. Uh, better, 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 man. Uh, pandemic slowed the whole stand-up comedy thing down, of course. You know, it it, it affected everything, but, but it really kind of did a number on live entertainment. But uh, we back. We back in full effect. Uh, bigger, better things since the last time you saw me. When you first saw me, uh, I probably was only doing stand up maybe a year and a half, two years, maybe. Now, you know, I'm like, you know, four or five years in and it's getting better, getting better. You a vet now? I, I, I'm not a vet, but, you know, you know, I'm I'm getting there. Ten thousand yeah, no. hours. I was asking you, I was like, uh you switched the name up on me a little
1: bit, so I was gonna ask you about that.
0: Yeah, uh it uh, it I changed it last uh 2021. 2021, uh I changed my name. Uh it was after an accident that happened. Uh and and it it I just wanted to get away from the identity. That's it.
1: Oh, so, so oh. <laughs> I, like, right, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, you ain't on the run or nothing, are you? Shit, the, I'm on the run for this money. <laughs> Do you feel me? That's the run I'm on. No, uh, my two little sisters were killed in a a, a boating accident in Dallas in uh in July 4th of 2021. And I just, I, I lost it. I lost it. I lost my mind. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I, I, that's why I changed the name, too, because it was like Dwight Wilrich was associated to them. It was associated to, you know, I buried my mom tw- 2012. So it was like I was just, I just wanted to disassociate myself with who I was. It was like I lost my mind, like, to a sense. And so I remember at my sister's funeral I was like down like my head was down cuz you know your younger sibling's supposed to bury you it's like a cycle like you bury your parents you know then you know natural life and I was down I had no like I my aunt she came and like picked my head up and was like hold your head up like have some pride about yourself and it that you know it didn't hit me till later on but it was like yeah, I gotta that's the, it it more or less is like a mantra for me is like the white have pride. You feel me? Like rem- I always remember to have pride in who you are and where you came from. Cause I changed the name to kind of run from who I was and where I came from, but I ended up using that as like a mantra, like have pride for where you came from. So
1: Yeah, sorry to hear about your your sisters, your family too.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's uh Shit, it happens. It happens, but you know, they say comedians are always like, you know, like they. I ain't gonna lie, comedians really deal with a lot. But I think it—that's it, what makes us like them type of people. Because I'm really not good at talking to people. I'm not, but I'm good at uh, expressing myself. And that's what comedy is. It's just an expression of my thoughts and opinions.
1: Mm-hmm. And then anybody that missed the last interview, uh, can you just give them a reintroduction?
0: Uh, my name is Dwight Pryde. Uh, I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm originally from Dallas, Texas. Uh, I spent like 12 years in Houston. Uh, I went to school at Prairie View A&M University. I don't know if y'all ever heard of it. It's the HBCU. Um, uh, then I moved out of here in 2016. I started doing comedy like 2018 and 2019. I was like, I'm really gonna do this, and I put everything else to the side. Started doing stand up comedy and got a little traction. 2020 and then, bam, pandemic happened. Shut everything down. Like any traction I had with anything just got, and so it it wasn't like. I knew how to pivot because I was so new to it. I didn't know where to pivot to it was like, so, but everything kind of came back. All of the meetings I had with people like pre pandemic, they kind of, they hit me back and was like, all right, we back open now. Let's sit down and have a meeting. So, and then you saying I'm out here. What's out here? Oh, in LA. I'm in LA right now. Uh, I live in South central LA.
1: Okay. South central.
0: What, like what city? Uh, Watts. Well, how was that? You see how I said I had to whisper that to you? I was like, Watts.
1: Man, that shit was, I remember I had joined the Marine, I joined the military, right? Yeah. It was like 20 years ago. So I ain't, I'm from Mississippi, so I don't know nothing about nothing. The only thing I know, like, I know the names and movies. So I know, like, yeah. Watts, Compton, South Central. So I know that shit. Yeah. So, like, one day, man, I went, Um, I was talking to this girl on Black Play, right? Uh-huh. And I'm in San Diego County, so I'm in Oceanside Camp by the beach. Yeah. And then she like, oh, you want to come see me, me and my sister, ooh, ooh. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. She, like, she I was like, where you live? And she's like, What? I'm like, what? And I'm like, fuck. Then she's like, what you scared? Then I was like, nah. So man, yes. I, I don't know, I don't know shit. I said, like, I saw <laughs> Bama. I bring me, I bring me in, a Mexican homie with me. So they tell me why why we up in why we over there chilling with the girls, nigga. Yeah. About four or five niggas pull up on us, uh, asking us where we from and all this shit, man. And I'm so naive; I still don't understand what's going on. But now, yeah. I, fuck, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> Luckily, yeah. I think the girls gate got us, got us, gave us a G pass because them niggas on us, boy. Like I said, I'm speaking yeah, yeah. with me; I don't know no better. I'm just by myself, boy, chilling. They're like, you really because asking all these damn questions. Yep, probably would have rolled on. I said, they probably that's probably they probably just only reason they probably didn't roll on us because we was marines. If we were saying something, we were just regular, niggas, we probably got killed that day. But oh, gonna, yeah,
0: it was definitely pressing you.
1: Now I said, I ain't no, no I'm just country, don't know nothing.
0: Yeah, I put it like this I, I live, uh, my son, I have a son now, he'll be five in two weeks, and I was gonna get him a pizza right here at Pizza Hut. And I had to step over a candlelight vigil mm. to go in, in front of the pizza hut. And I was I was pulling up to it and I was like, damn, why all of the windows boarded up and stuff? And I didn't, it didn't even cross my mind until I was stepping over the vigil. I was like, damn, this is the neighborhood I'm in. <laughs> like I gotta step over. You know how hard it is to look sad while you know you finna go home and smash two piping hot pizzas. Like (laughs) (laughs) I gotta look, I gotta pretend to be sad, but I'm really like these pizzas finna go down, but. I would say, so
1: uh, how about the shows? You you doing more shows? I remember before you you saying like, uh, I mean, we was talking about the white shows and you saying you was doing more white shows. Is it still like that or are you doing more black shows?
0: Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think I learned a lesson. Uh, you learn performance art at black shows, um. doing, doing black. You learn how to perform. That's where you really learn how to be a stand-up comedian. Is in black. We call them black rooms. You know what I'm saying. That's where you learn how to be a stand-up comedian. To black be honest, shit. they gonna look at you. They, have you ever you, you ever uh said something stupid to like your mama or to one of your aunties and they just looking at you with this blank look on their face? Man. Now imagine a hundred people looking at you just like that. It's it's not a good feeling. But you gotta get out there and move for them. Like they don't you can't get up there and just hit them with the stiffy. You gotta get up there and act it out. Act out. That's where you learn how to do act outs. I'll say that you learn how to perform, you learn how to use inflection in your voice, you learn that yes, shit. You know what I'm saying? Only you gotta think about it like this. When you go see Celine Dion perform, she can stand there and sing. Beyonce can't.
1: Magic. Shit, Mary J. Blanche can't, can't she even the ones that can't dance, they still want you to do
0: something. You feel me? That's why I'm like, nah. the pastor can't even sit still. You you said, "Hey, let me go to a church and the pastor just sitting there in one spot preaching to me." I do not want to go to this church again. I need him doing a backslide across this uh pulpit. That's all you uh you got a roasting event today? Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's my first roast. I it's, I got set up to be in that. I thought he this dude was like, "Hey, you want to do a show for me Monday?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll do a show for you." I right. he sent me the fly roast. I, I'm, <laughs> I don't even know where I'm roasting, but. I get you gotta go do your research and I'm not doing no research. It's some female I'm roasting. It's a it's a female that I'm roasting, so I don't know how to do that. I feel like all I'm gonna do is just give her compliments the entire time. Like backhanded compliments. That's that's what I'm gonna do, is just give her backhanded compliments.
1: I guess what would you say? What's the difference between uh roasting and doing the dozens? It's the same thing. Oh,
0: you say the same thing? Yeah, it's just, or some people call it Jones, Yeah, In Dallas, we call it ranking. Like, you ranking on somebody. Or scoring, you sculling. Like, it's just, I guess, wherever you from, the dialect. Like, what y'all say in Mississippi? We say Jonesy. Jonesy, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, every city, every hood got their own verbiage for it. Hey, I
1: don't know how old you are, man, but did you ever watch Uptown Comedy Club?
0: I've I've seen it on YouTube, yeah. Like, oh man, that's, that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That shit was cold. That's kind of Bernie Mac had his own show uh for a couple of episodes. Who? Bernie Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Hey, I want to say Michael Blackson was on there a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That shit was. Nice. was I like that shit. Uh, Uptown, Com- like I think that kind of, that came out. I want to say a little bit before Living Color, but like that Living Color. Even, um, I feel like we don't got no more like how Comic View was. We don't got no no Comic View right now.
0: Uh, I think Nichelle Nichelle Murdoch from the uh, she does crack them up. You should uh, follow on Instagram, it's an all black produced show. Uh, her name is Nichelle Murdoch and Uncle Levi. They run uh, it's out the comedy store in the belly room every Thursday night. They, uh, Mm. it, that's going to be the closest thing that I can think of that and chocolate Sundays, uh, here in LA, like, you know, I'm pretty sure in Atlanta, it's probably so many, you know, things going on, but in LA, I could think of those two things that are on like that scale, but yeah, Yeah, those are,
1: yeah. You say you, you moved from Houston. Yeah. Yeah, cause it seems like Houston, like like now, it seems like Houston the wave. Now there's a lot of people coming up from Houston. Like who? Well, you know, like Mega Stallion. Well, that's uh, not cool. But then I'm just saying, like the rappers and stuff, not like far as comedians, but the
0: rappers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, Houston has always been. You got Houston's what the fourth largest city. Yeah, it people just count it out because it's so far south and it's. When you think of a good time in the United States, no one thinks of. The only city you think of in the South, when you think of a good time in the United States is Miami, Atlanta, New Orleans.
1: Yeah. That's it. It seems like Charlotte a little bit now, too.
0: So that's why I'm like, nah. When you think of good times in in the United States, you think of Vegas. You feel me? You think of uh, L.A. Yeah.
1: So, so is that why you moved out here? Is like, was that your purpose? No, it
0: was actually I was uh, uh, working in the kitchen. I was working for this company. They was like, hey, you want to go open uh, one of our concepts in Santa Monica? I was like, sure. And he was like, all right, I'm going to make a couple of calls real quick and I'll get back to you. And he came back to me like three hours later and was like, "Uh, you'll be in L.A. next week. Yeah. And so I was uh, I was in a relationship and uh, six year relationship. And I don't I didn't consider her feelings at the time. But uh, I came home and was like, I'm moving to L.A. next week. And she was like, well, I'm pretty sure it's the last time I'll see you. And that was it. That was the last time we saw each other. You know, so. You still think it was the right move? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not even going to think about that one.
1: Uh, <laughs> hey, who who the homie you be having on your Instagram all the time now? joy Oh, the uh, big guy?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <that's... laughs> hey, man, that's the neighborhood hero, man. He... All the way uh, South Central, man. Just yeah named mar yeah
1: i was looking at when you was doing the uh the sunset park
0: because everybody knows that
1: yeah except
0: for
1: except him. him yeah oh so, yeah. so y'all ain't related so i thought it was your uncle or something uh, no it's not
0: no, no 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 but no we cool we good cool. yeah he's the neighborhood hero
1: Hey, so what you think? Um, yeah, you, I don't think I asked you about this because we were not talking around that time. What you think about the, uh, the Chris Rock and Will Smith thing? How that went down and just how it played out now, even with Eddie Murphy? You know, they kind of everybody cracking jokes on them now. What you think about it?
0: Um, I think most people sided with Chris publicly. But then went back home to warming woman and it was like, I'd have slapped the shit out that nigga, too. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm gonna just keep it real. Like, people do that. Like, I know so many people publicly have one political view and get in that, that booth and vote for who the fuck they uh, can. I cuss out oh, my bad. Yeah, and vote for who they want to vote for. Like,
1: because you got to say what you got to say.
0: You got to say face. That's
1: how, that's how it was with, uh, Trump, the first time I remember, man, I remember like everybody was talking about, yeah, Hillary, Hillary, Hillary. But then you'll talk to some of them old them white guys and they'll be like, Trump ain't that bad. You go, what you yep. mean by that? They'll say you see
0: that full one. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's where I'm like, people have one, they, they have a public persona and then they have their real persona. And so I'm like, Everybody said the same thing. Oh, he was wrong, he was wrong, he was wrong for slapping him. and then got home and looked at their family and was like, if a nigga was talking shit about my wife, what you gonna do? Like, yeah, I think my whole
1: thing about it was like I'm looking at it like I know they they somewhat have a relationship and they know. I'm sure. So I'm looking at it like man, you, you just try to embarrass me in front of TV just because that's what the powers that be want you to do instead of stepping in for your brother, like, nah, I ain't gonna say that. So that's how I was looking at it, like, man, he know what he was doing. Even even now, like it's like why they always gotta like, you ain't gonna never hear a, a black man go clown a white person like that in front of everybody. We just do it to ourselves because I guess we thinking, okay, it's good cause we doing it to ourselves, but you ain't gonna right. never. That shit don't happen with other races. You don't hear a white person putting down they people like that, but we
0: nah. do. It
1: all the time. Yeah, or it, he or they didn't write that
0: joke. That's what I'm saying. He probably didn't write that shit, but he still said it. They do it. They just do it in a much smarter way. Like the one that Chris Rock did was just very. It was. It would have been along the lines of bullying, if people really kind of think about it. You get what I'm saying, like she could have made a case of bullying out of that because it's consecutively it wasn't just one time any when it's consecutive, that's bullying, right, so I mean, we some people can kind of look at Will Smith like he was that kid that stood up for the person who may have had a disability, like right? so it like I said, everybody felt the way publicly, but then got home and was like. If an if a dude kept talking smack about my wife and I got kids, I gotta you public you embarrass me in public, I'm going embarrass you in public too. What the Bible say, if you deny me before your friends, I'll deny you before my father. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's why I'd be like, I don't know, maybe I'm just ignorant, but I'd be on that shit too. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd, I'd be the same way, I'd be like, shit.
0: I'm like, you know how much money I paid for this woman. That's an investment. You you are disgracing my, you defaming my investment right now. Uh,
1: so I would say, so what what's next for you? What's next for you? Oh man,
0: um, honestly, you are gonna see me on TV. You gonna see me on TV. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just keep it like that. I'm. Gonna, you're gonna be doing a different interview, but it's gonna be in a, a much better location. It you know I ain't mean? gonna be in watch no more. i say um. That's cool, man. Like my
1: um my homie, like I was interviewing him back in the day was uh Ryan Davis. Like we we did a couple like oh, this. Yeah. yeah, we did a couple like this, and then he came out here and did a show. Now when he did the show we did it like outside the hotel room? Uh I be, I be seeing him on insecure, like he, he I see him bubbling, so that's the yeah. plan, man. I was gonna ask you like how are you planning on doing? It? Are you just gonna do it by shows or are you trying to do more like the internet, DVDs? Like, would you try what's the plan?
0: Uh, no, litter uh, shows like network type. Yeah, I, I, my pen game got strong real quick. You know what I'm saying? I have, I went from never writing a script ever in my life, like barely graduating high school type stuff to like writing episodes of like a TV script, like just no formal training, no nothing, just YouTube videos. And then, uh, I, I have a lot of a lot of people like stand up comedians who I'll be like, man, I want to write the script. They'd be like, oh, send me your an email and I'll send you some material, like some learning material to help you. So many comedians are like that. Uh, they'll really try to help you. And one comedian, um, Kazim Rahman, I'm probably saying his name wrong, because uh, Kazim Rahim uh, Rahman, he. Uh, he sent me uh, a bunch of material, like a bunch of stuff and videos and courses and was like, here, look at this. And he was like, I'll send this to you, but just do me one favor. Use it. He was like, I just sent this to over 70 comedians and two have actually produced the script. And when I, 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 uh, I saw him a couple of weeks ago and I, I shook his hand, and I thanked him. i was like, thank you. Thank you for sending me that. And I showed him my pilot. And he said, "You're the third person out of over seventy people that's actually written a pilot. The third that he was like, nobody does it. Nobody does. That's where every other race is beating us too. They're doing the the actual grunt work. We'll do the show. We'll we'll do this. We'll shuck and drive. Everybody else behind the scenes doing that paperwork. Yeah. And that's where I. That's where like people like Kevin Hart is beating everybody else in the head right now. It's because Kevin Hart writes like." Oh, that's- he, I was actually going to ask,
1: he was in my mind because I just, man, he got so much stuff that he do. I was going to ask you, like, would you see yourself
0: being a part of what he got going on? I would act, I would love to be a part of, like, Heartbeat production. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I aspire, like, when people ask me who's my favorite comedian of all time, pre, pre-Kevin pre Hart, I would have always said Jamie Foxx. You know what I'm saying? And that's a little biased too because I'm from Dallas and you know he's from the Dallas Fort Worth area uh, once Kevin Hart hit the scene it he he took it He he's pretty much the cash money of comedy you know what I'm saying he, he once he got on it was nobody else could even get within 10 feet of him he's that big He he's a, his work ethic precedes him like everybody you talk to would be like oh yeah he'll outwork you like but that's just competitive. Like that's how I am. I my goal honestly is to break all of his records. Kevin Hart set the bar so far out right now. And I'm like, I, I'm like, man, I want to sell out. He's he did 50 stadium tour. I want to do 55 stadium tour. Like I want to break every one of his records. So but hey, you gonna see it, man. I'm gonna blow up this year, man. Watch, watch. I'm telling you, I'm gonna blow up this year. I got all my shit. I got my ducks in a row. I'm just, you just waiting on back. just come back and give me an interview when you blow up Hey shit. man, I got you. <laughs> I got you. It. God, God got got both of us. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing I could tell you is like I said, 2021, I was down and out. I, I went from losing my mind, I lost all faith in God, and I thought I could do it all on my own. And God will show you immediately now. Nah you can't do this. And I kind of regained my faith little by little. And then I just started, I stayed prayed up and, and like the old people at work, I ain't gonna say old, but they old, you know what I'm saying? And they'll come like give me Bibles and stuff. Like the older women who go to church and stuff, they gave me Bibles and stuff. and like, I pray for you every night. And people praying for you in silence really kind of do help your life though. You don't even know it, but it do help your life. And Shit. One thing, you know, somebody will hit you. I get emails out of nowhere from, like, actual network type shit, and it'll be like, let's set up a meeting. And I'll be like, damn, oh, I saw you perform over here. Let's set up a meeting. And I just want to tell people, work hard and provide opportunities for yourself. Ain't nobody going to give you nothing. You got to go work for it. But it's out there. Opportunity is out there. It's enough money for everybody. But I'm just trying to get it all. You feel me?
1: What's up? So, so be on
0: the lookout for some shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Trust me, man. Listen. Listen. This interview, you gonna the next time you interview me, I'm going to have uh, some bigger credits next to my name.
1: That's what's up.
0: Then what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Hey, man, listen. You know, hold on. Wait. I know you got to go, but this is... Did you watch the Golden Globes? Or did you see any clips from it? Any cl- yeah. clips from the Golden Globe uh, that just happened last week? Right. The one thing I've been getting every day since that is, you look just like the host. The host was? Um... Gerard Carmichael. OK, OK. Every since, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I see it. One, I pulled up a picture, and I was like, I see it. Like, we could have, like, the same daddy type shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, who your daddy is? Yeah, y'all
1: could be cousins or something. Yeah, that's what I'm like. But he funny, I used to like his show. I don't know why he quit doing it, but I liked it. The Carmichael's.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of that be politics, though. Yeah. That's all it be, be politics. But yeah, Gerard Carmichael, man. We all watched him grow. You know what I'm saying? He started off being... At the comedy store right here in L.A. And I remember he would always put his back up against the wall and like do comedy like he was scared or something. And now look at him. He hosted the Golden Club. That's how God worked, bro. You could be in the dark. And next thing you know, you're on top of a mountain. Uh, two years later, you know what I'm saying? That's why Hey, mental health is important. But to all my fans, stay prayed up. Uh, self-care is the most important care of all. Uh, and then care about each other. Uh, drink water, stay away from soda. If you smoke ganja, do sativas. You feel me? That's all. <laughs> Why are you that about <laughs> the sativa? Oh, that's what I spoke. I spoke sativas. Oh, you just say a personal preference. Yeah, sativas. that's a personal preference.
1: <laughs> yeah, real reason behind it though. I was like, oh, he was, like, he was like, let me hear this sound all right man but yeah i just want to say uh thanks for coming through politics with me again like i said i'll catch up with you in a couple uh couple more
0: years or a year or, so all right, or something man. on you should probably uh catch up with me shit probably probably i'm gonna say honestly and truthfully before the end of this year is up yeah you know you- I'm saying hopefully hopefully this comes through I'm, I'm not gonna say much now i'm gonna do this right here you will see it posted on my instagram so then you'll know the next when to schedule another interview, oh. but you'll see. <laughs> you, I, I'll post it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm one of those people. I move in silence, but I I, I boast about blessings. Like you know, what I'm saying. So you'll see.
1: Yeah. What do you, What do you say? What's motivating you right now to keep going?
0: Uh these kids, man. I got another son on the way in March. He doing mm-hmm. March. Uh, I guess. I'm going to be honest, I was a narcissistic, selfish, spa brat growing up. Once you have a kid, all that go out the window. So you got three kids or two? I got two. Uh, one, one, and then one doing March. Yeah, I got two, too, man. Congratulations. I uh, appreciate it, man. Yeah, that's the motivation behind it all, because other than that, I wouldn't care about nothing.
1: Now <laughs> uh, You got any shout outs?
0: Uh, hey, shout out to you for doing the interview, man. You really touching uh the people. Early on, you know what I'm saying, because this interview gonna get 10 million views one day. You know what I'm saying? But like, look at him on this. Look, you can tell I got a raggedy wall behind me. Look like I painted it they myself.
1: Got though, man, like they gotta make it real because <laughs> if somebody just pop out the blue, they going be like, "Who the
0: fuck is this dude?" Exactly. You
1: know? I ain't right, got man. no
0: haircut. That's why I got this hat on, y'all. <laughs> hey, it's all good though. This is real. So, are you still a chef? Oh, uh, I do my thing. I do my thing. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I left that company and I, I I took uh the plan B road. I left the management field and went straight just for the regular, regular cook. I went from living up here in Santa Monica to mm, getting pressed, trying to go to the corner stove. <laughs> but that's the sacrifice you make. To come back up you feel me yeah you're right so sacrifice that's what life is about sacrifice Man, what's your social media uh at dwight d-w-i-g-h-t pride p-r-y-d-e on all platforms
1: all right y'all so we out to the next time